Tuners. I'm Erin. I'm Victoria. I'm Hebeka. And this is Out, Out of, of Tune. Tune. <laughs> you guys, I'm so happy to be back. Me too. What a wonderful hiatus we had <laughs> over the holidays. Some much needed family time, alone mm-hmm. time, holiday time, singing Christmas songs time. At least that's what that's what I was doing. <laughs> yes, definitely. We definitely needed that that break. Um, yeah. 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 Good to be back though. I missed you guys. I missed I missed the Me podcast. I missed you guys. I missed our like, you know, little setup that we have. Like we get on Zoom and we're like, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such serotonin that I need right now. Yeah. So well, I think today it's gonna be a chill podcast, not anything too I mean, for the start of it, not anything too deep. Yeah. Just some quick little convos about um, our podcast. Uh, Also, tuning today was brought to you by my quintet. (laughs) I think I asked them uh, to, I like asked them randomly, like one of our rehearsals last or last semester. I was like, hey, could, can I record us tuning? Uh, and they're like, what? But we're really good sports about it. So um, it's very cute. Um, yeah. So I thoroughly enjoyed editing that. That was fun. <laughs> um, but yeah. So today we've, we've, we had some ideas about some little rebranding things that we want to do with our podcast. Um, and I guess yeah. we're just going to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. We wanted to share with you guys. Yeah. Um, so I guess first off um our episode titles yeah numbering system organizational system um (laughs) (laughs) we um i don't know i had the idea because you know how composers will number their pieces like like string quartet number one or symphony number eight and um we're thinking about i think we're not thinking we're gonna do it i'm Mm -hmm. gonna edit all of the titles later (laughs) um you guys have no choice um uh so just calling it number one number two number three instead of episode one episode two episode three and then having um and this is something i guess i need to ask you guys should we label the seasons on each one like like episode two opus one like or is that too much um, I think there is a a way to label them in a different Yeah, setting. I have them as like season, yeah. So, yeah. okay, so maybe I'll just have to figure out a way. But yeah, I think we're just going to keep on doing it like number and also doing the not like ha- not like the pound sign or the hashtag symbol, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. but like N-O period, like two and N-O period six or whatever we're on right now i don't even know what episode 14 yeah Yeah. this is 14 weird um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i think that'll just kind of get a little bit into our brand more yeah Uh, for sure a little bit more niche i guess if you want to be fancy about it um so yeah i'm gonna edit all of those i guess once i edit or we edit this episode or this episode yeah mm-hmm. um, oh it's so cute to see your podcast growing <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. heart. 
Um, what else, you guys? I know that was a huge one. I know we're also going to add some, like, segments to the to the podcasts. Yeah. In my, like, weird research last year. Also, last year is 2021. How strange. Yeah. Um, I found oh, this website. Year, yeah, Happy New yeah. Year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what a terrible start we've had to the new year. But um, <laughs> the world is caving in. The United States is crazy and but you know what we're still gonna do the podcast (laughs) of course um i found this website um called onthisday.com and it you can like search different subjects basically but there's a music one it's called on this day in music and it is not just like pop music or other things other than classical music but they include like music history um so I thought that would be something kind of cool to include on our our episodes and to talk about and see what was going on and kind of compare current events maybe like see like oh this was happening in this year but you know obviously that's obviously not happening but just to kind of root us into what was happening hundreds of years ago yeah um also to see um i think maybe we can balance it as you know this was happening few like hundreds of years ago but this is something that's recently happened that is not just a white male person because (laughs) obviously most of the history that we would probably be mentioning is going to be a white male um but that's part of our history uh so we have to acknowledge the past and present i guess um but yeah that was something too so what happened on this day? Well, Erin, <laughs> thank you for mentioning that. Um, so today I found something that is not associated with a white male person. <clears throat> Amazing. Incredible. Um, the flavor of this uh, fact is going to be so good. Uh, <laughs> so in 1833, and we are recording this on January 8th, 2021. So this is January 8th, 1833. The Boston Academy of Music, which was the first U.S. music school, was established. Cool. Isn't that kind of awesome? I didn't realize. Yeah. I never thought to like ever find out what was the like that's not something that crosses my mind like what's the first music school that there ever was in the u.s you know well here we are we know now it's the boston academy of music and how topical knowing that we are based in massachusetts most of the year Um, (laughs) so even though i'm the only one that's not there right now but that's fine um (laughs) i'll be here oh yeah i'm going back monday so um, nice yeah totally but um yeah so those are some ideas and um that we've had i think we've had some ideas also about transitions in the podcast so you may be hearing some new things maybe today maybe next episode we're not sure yet um also um i know we had a conversation i think last year um about naming or calling labeling the different parts of the episode something different yes oh yes was it like movement like first movement or Or was it like prelude finale oh yeah something like that (laughs) 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, is that too cheesy? Let us know, you guys. Would yeah, you we'll be interested to put some in thought into that. <laughs> I, I, it was a good idea at the time, but now that mm-hmm. we're talking about it now, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> um, I think maybe we could try once and see how it goes. See how yeah. it goes. Well, maybe but, not yeah. this one. <laughs> no, let not us this know, one. you guys. If you have any ideas, let us know and reach yeah. out for us. Like give some give us some feedbacks. Also, if anyone wants to send in their own tuning clips, I feel like that would be really fun. That's a great idea wow, to feature list, even if it's like you solo, like just one person tuning. Like we can be like, "Oh, that was blah 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 from blah blah oh. USA." Uh, I love it. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> so I think that would be kind of cute. Sorry, pianists, unless you're getting like your piano tuned. Um, yeah, that would be fun. That'd be really fun to listen they to. They could give us like the chords, you know, when they. Oh my god, yeah. For mainstream players. Honestly, or... that is almost like ASMR to me. Tuning is almost ASMR. It's just so soothing. It's something super neutral and relaxing. Like it's not, like it never sounds bad. No. You know? That is so true. Where, where was that I heard someone saying? Right after the orchestra finished tuning, someone started clapping <laughs> because they thought that was like the first piece and they thought that it was it was so pretty. And then I someone told, no, it, they were just tuning. Oh, but it wasn't like a piece. I heard some story like that. That's incredible. Yeah, I wish I could too. experience that in real life. Uh, uh-huh. I, I, that sounds great. I mean, it should be clapped at. Like tuning mm-hmm. is incredible. Um, Let's... and soulful so um yeah let's, let's normalize that <laughs> yeah but um i enjoyed the tuning this week i mean it, not that it's any special than any other tuning we've had but it's just because like i know like who each person like is on, right. on the track and mm-hmm. fun fact though i originally like we tuned how we usually tune in uh quintet how I feel like almost every quartet does is sometimes you like do it all together if you're like really like trying to do it really quick mm-hmm. or you'll like if you really care about it like for a recital you like go one at a time right and we tuned one at a time but it was like a minute it was like way too long for me to put at the beginning of the podcast so I took everyone's individual and like spliced it and then layered it on top of each other oh. <laughs> yeah so it sounds a little bit more um I mean, it just sounds fuller and not as boring, and it's only, like, I think it's less than 30 seconds now, so. That was a lot of fun, and I was, like, showing my mom. I was like, look how cool this is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I think those are some ideas that we've had, and um, let us know. What do you think? Yeah, please Mm -hmm. let us know. Um, I, yeah. I think the tuning idea is really cool of people sending in their own tuning clips. I feel like it's not too hard. Yeah, I think that's going to be really exciting. Yeah. And then also I feel like goals that I want to do for the podcast is just get more people listening, reaching out somehow. Maybe we can just like spam some classical music accounts and be like, hey, listen to this thing that we have, (laughs) please. (laughs) Um, Classical FM or NPR or... I have some ideas for um, like advertising our Ooh. Uh, our like video and our podcast. So 
I'm also looking forward to that. Get ready for some annoying posts about us. <laughs> <laughs> I also know that people definitely just like, okay, yeah, we get it. We have a new episode. <laughs> Swiping by on the Insta stories. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, no, literally. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it, and that's fine. But um, yeah, I want to get I want to get us some more listeners. I think. Yeah. So that would be a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's. I mean, that's all I have for the unless, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, for the podcast. Unless you guys have some other things you want to add. No, I think that's I don't think fun. so. Cool. Okay. Well, this is number fourteen. Wow. Opus two because this is oh, technically yeah. our. I guess our second season, so Opus Two, yay! How exciting, you guys! I love Super it. Super exciting. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well. Did we want to talk about like school next? The upcoming semester. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, anyone who most college campuses around the U.S. are planning to open up more. Which is interesting because cases are getting higher. <laughs> and, like, it's literally the opposite of what everyone should be doing right now. I mean, like, that being said, we don't know what could change when Joe Biden is sworn in in a couple of weeks. Oh my God, I never God. thought it would happen, you guys. <laughs> which is great news, but it's also going to be probably a wild um start to him being in office because the changes yeah. will be pretty drastic it's so tense right now and mm-hmm. obviously what happened uh yesterday that feels like it happened i mean it was yesterday wasn't it all of yeah it, it was two days ago two days ago it just needs to go and yesterday yeah like it yeah. just feels like i don't know the t- shameful things that some people did at mm-hmm. the capitol building uh awful completely awful and despicable and terrible and i'm not afraid to say that on here because it is um of i was uh, the, the literally the first thing i thought it was like it is like american citizens doing that to their own country that doesn't make any sense for me because if it was any other country doing that to the cap- u.s capital that would never never happen happened yeah <sighs> It's awful, and uh, they should be completely prosecuted, charged, arrested, everything. But um, here we are again, where it's a blatant example of if those were brown and black Americans, the response would have been completely different. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was so upset, and I was pretty disappointed and ashamed to be an American that day, for sure. Yeah. Um. That being said, Joe Biden, I really hope uh, with the switch of administration and having a new president will have will like help. And I feel like it will. Uh, I have I have hope with Joe Biden. um, And I feel with that hope that I feel like maybe we could get a lot of the COVID related issues in hand and under control. Mm um so yeah school (laughs) yeah i'm terrified you guys (laughs) it'll be more and more i don't know i mean unless joe biden puts in some legislation that says 
you know, schools have to close for X amount of time before X amount of cases are gone in the area, mm-hmm. then we're probably going to have technically more in-person classes, although it'll be up to the student whether or not they want to go. So that's a tough choice, especially because it was so good for the first part of our first semester back here. It was nerve-wracking, but, like, manageable. Yeah, but then it got kind of wild because once one person got COVID, you know, I mean, it's hard to stop it. Luckily, we were right before winter break, but had we not been, that would have been kind of a scary situation. Super terrifying. And it's terrifying now. Like, I am super anxious about about school and going back and because uh, I know for our assistantships we are required to be on campus mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna do this semester completely different than how I did last semester yeah. um, I am completely I'm hopefully just going to limit my on-campus days to twice a week um, I was on campus way too much last semester more than I wanted to be and for probably all the time that's not allowed to be in some places like you know what I mean like I don't know I just it's it was weird and I I look back on it and I I'm not doing that again because that was like fueling my anxiety a lot too it's like if we got an email saying that oh someone tested positive and okay well I was on campus today I I had Mm -hmm. my mask on I was in the building but it still doesn't like qualm your nerves at all um so yeah I also, I told you guys earlier, I felt like some of the priorities were a little bit backwards. Not some, just like the only priority was backwards. That The main priority yeah. should have been, how can we best keep our students safe and healthy and make virtual learning the best that it could be? Instead, the main priority was how far can we push the limits to have in-person rehearsals and classes and that's not just like I'm not just talking about like the music department. I'm talking about mm-hmm. the university, mm-hmm. and uh, talking to some other friends that are at other schools and other music programs. They feel the same way. Um, yeah, we're not not saying that they didn't care about our mm. health at all. Of course, they they like um, talked a lot about it and did a lot of stuff, and we're like thankful for that but yeah now that we look back it's just reflecting yeah we see that that was not like the main uh priority the main thing they were um worried about yeah so i'm a little i don't know i'll be more mindful about it of course no one i think knew what to expect for last semester yeah Um, for everyone everyone was like trying to understand what was going to happen how how did it work but now that we already know i think yeah yeah. i'm gonna i will also advocate for myself way more than i did i was a little afraid to last year just because i was afraid what people would think and be like oh Mm -hmm. like it's not that big of a deal victoria like whatever not anymore (laughs) i'm not doing that (laughs) because it is a big deal like right now it's a huge deal um you're right so yeah and we all have recitals this semester <laughs> oh my god not sure how that's gonna go <laughs> uh <laughs> lol since we, can, since we can decide our repertoire i'm just gonna go with like 
really chill songs, you know? Yeah, I just want to do... I already am planning just to do, like, a sonata. Because that's... Yeah, like, that's easy. And then Hebeka and I are going to do our Moskowski suite. I'm so excited. And then that's almost an hour. I mean, not the Moskowski suite, but, like, a Brahms sonata, Moskowski, and then, like, I could do some contemporary piece. And boom, bang, done. That's it. It's pretty slick. I want to do something new, too. Yeah. Um, some like actual current music mm. but yeah the rest i'm sure i'm not doing any violin concerto no i'm not either i'm also not gonna do bach yay girl that's a controversial move there victoria <laughs> yeah well i don't want to i'm kidding i feel I'm like kidding. oh yeah <laughs> it's like controversial to like the like generation above us i feel yeah. But I don't know. Talking to talking to our professor, I feel like it was fine. And also, Good. I said my like big thing right now is I want to do things that are gonna bring me joy. <laughs> that sounds really insane, or to say that sounds crazy. But also, like I wanna, I, I need to be happy. Like, you know, that's so crazy that when we say that out loud, it sounds crazy for us. But when we hear it. It is like the most obvious thing. Yeah. I also want to play things that makes me happy. Why? But the crazy thing is like, why am I not playing yet? Why? Like, what yeah, have why I haven't been we doing? Yeah. Like, why, why haven't we done that before? And it's funny because I always, I don't, I don't know about you guys. How do you feel like when someone that is not a musician asks you, oh, that is so pretty you played a violin i wish i could play too like that i'm so jealous you can play beautiful songs and you can play what you want and i'm, I'm, I'm just like uh-huh like i don't know ever how to respond me yeah i think I, people don't realize the reality of like music i mean it's the same amount of work as learning how to be like a chef or something you know yeah or an athlete or yeah yeah and it's not always fun always... in games it's always in the situations that I realize, wow, I have been playing, like, all my life, the the repertoire that people choose for me and not, like, what I really want to play. Does it even make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, I don't know. I... And, I... and it's, it is really... Well, I don't know. Now that we're talking about it, <laughs> it feels like a little bit frustrating because what what is what is the point of music and playing? It's not only like playing perfectly and playing in tune. It's also like expressing yourself. Emotions, and yeah. And when I think well, I about it, that was like my the main reason that I choose to like keep doing keep going with the violin keep playing violin because yeah. that was the way that i found that i was like um uh, being thankful for and like expressing myself i guess mm -hmm. but then it there's no point if i'm just playing someone else's choices mm -hmm. yeah go play what you like you guys go <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like i i'm i feel like i'm saying that because i think for almost every recital i've had i've always been told what i need to play yeah yeah and i feel like you, i'm you at a point play, now what yeah, i want to yeah there's always like oh you have to play a baroque you have to play this you have to play this it's also for auditions is like that so mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the auditions repertoire basically uh sets our repertoire <laughs> because we're 
somehow always getting like uh, go as a audition. Yeah. Wait. Are <laughs> <laughs> you about to sneeze? Let's end that. Were you about to sneeze? <laughs> no. I just <laughs> wait and I was like, that didn't make, didn't make any No, I'm keeping that in. I'm keeping that in. It was so oh. cute. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. You know, sometimes I just get too nervous to talk and oh. they're like, we have to, we have to. But moral of the story, I'm bringing what brings me joy. I'm going to do that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Mm, that's so cute. Yeah. And I'm just so excited for our Moskowski suite. I cannot tell you. I hope that for everyone, that everyone can get like this point where we can choose what we can play and we can yeah. choose. I'm, just, I'm so excited that we can play on each other's recital, Rebecca. It's going to be so nice. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm going to also... be wearing your mom's mask. I heard <laughs> Oh my gosh, we can both wear, like I can wear, yes, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Do you want to tell the story, the mask story? Yeah, because so Habeka and I both really love Pride and Prejudice, right? Of course. The, specifically, <laughs> the 2005 version with Kira Knightley and Matthew McFadden. Mm. And my mom found some fabric uh, that has, it's like a, I don't know even what it, it's like, it's a Pride and Prejudice, like, uh, it says like Mr. Darcy and Pemberley, Pride and Prejudice, it has different words on it, right? It's a, yeah. it's like a really pretty print too. Yeah. And uh she sent two versions one of them is like a white one and one of them is a dark one and the white one is for Hebecca. oh she has one I'm and we can be matching that. with our masks we're gonna be matching our masks i'm that's so, so excited <laughs> oh my goodness that's so cute well can't wait for that i hope mm -hmm. um i'm glad that they have a, a new live streaming system oh, yeah, really nice so nice if I can help it, I would be more comfortable if there was no audience. I don't know. Mm -hmm. A lot of people staring at me with masks on. Not that they have masks on, but just, I don't know, too many people in one room. Because that, mm -hmm. also that recital hall is not that big. So yeah, <laughs> um, that'll be interesting to see how that plans out. But I am planning to not have an audience. Of course, I think our professor has to be there. But um, yeah. Of course, Rebecca would be there, and <laughs> maybe I mean Aaron. The podcast has to be there, so I'll let you come too. Okay. <laughs> um, but and then the and the pianist. But I think that's pretty much all that I I want. Right? Yeah. Just for my recital, I don't want too many people there. That's fair. Which sucks because I know my parents would. <laughs> they would probably. I mean, I know that they would want to come, but I don't think it's the right idea. No. Yeah. Probably not. So um so yeah that's school i guess yeah and then we were thinking it might be fun to talk about i don't at least for me i feel like talking about quartets is always interesting because oh, we're I'm, all in one right now yeah obviously well, i mean i'm in a quintet not to be well, like yes, i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> it's just but, a quartet with like an extra person an extra yeah. violist no big deal it's <laughs> more fancy yeah i feel like it's interesting to talk about oh totally the various issues that come up how to problem solve in a quartet how to deal with leadership in a quartet because i have been through probably not everything but <laughs> like so many of 
many of those problems and not known how to deal with them. Or maybe I did deal with them correctly. I don't know. Hmm. But I feel like it's a fun uh, topic. I told, yeah. I, when you mentioned this topic to talk about, I was like, yeah, let's talk about it. I, I don't know. I don't know where to begin. Maybe, maybe let's go, go with, like, how do you problem solve in a quartet? Okay. Huh. Okay. Well, how do I do it? Okay. Um, well, problem solve is, like, there's an issue with, like, people, like, not agreeing with Boeings and stuff like that, or that kind of little conflict where it's like, okay, well, let's try both and see how we feel, like, or I also make other people decide sometimes, like, I'll be like, okay, let's play for the other two members and see which one is their favorite and have them close their eyes and be like, oh, that one sounds better. That one sounds better. So that way, it's not like one of us has to decide and one of us would, like, lose in that terminology. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've done that a lot. And when I was, like, in high school, I feel like now I don't really have the issues of people like getting upset if like a Boeing that they want to do doesn't like we don't agree on it but definitely like middle school high school people took that stuff so personally it was like how dare you not use my Boeing like how rude like I feel I'm so upset you had so middle school oh I I my first quartet was my the first time I played in a quartet I was nine Wow. Yeah, I've been in, I've been doing that, which is why it's like such a huge passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the first time I played in a quartet, I was nine, and then yeah, all through middle school, I had like I had a middle school quartet that we even did like wedding gigs. Holy shit! And then, <laughs> holy shit! Almost broke that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, same thing with uh with with high school. Yeah, we went to even summer camps as a quartet in high school um that's so cool which is where i first played um shostakovich eight that was like the first big quartet that i did at at a summer camp and coached by like shmuel ashkenazi who was like a violent god and i was so (laughs) scared by him and we like we like got a picture with him and he's not smiling in the picture and but like he but like you know that for him he probably is or maybe he's not maybe he didn't want to take the picture i don't care i have a picture of shmuel ashkenazi he was really nice um but also terrifying at the same time because, yeah, he like knows everything and Shostakovich is like his thing and yeah. Um, That's like my kind of guy. You love him, but he's like he just <laughs> he looks at you like he's just no emotion. Great. You're not doing it right, and it's like not even like hurtful or insensitive or like insulting in any way. It's just he's just talking to you matter of factly. Um, so yeah. Um, I don't know. That's what I usually do if there's like an issue. I haven't had to deal with like a problem solving issue in a while. I don't nice. think. Hevaka, did we have any issues last year? I don't think so. Um, I don't remember. Well, I always, I always have like a personal feeling that um, or I'm always causing like. You always say this, and I'm like, no, you don't, Rebecca. <laughs> you said this last year, or like on one of the episodes, or you were saying, like, I feel like I always cause issues, but I really don't think you do. Definitely not. <laughs> well, my perception definitely is different. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't remember of any like issue. Issue like, I agree with you, Victoria. I think the most uh, common things that comes up 
and the quartet is like bowing or bowing is just so personal yeah and fingerings if there's like oh. something especially like between violins or when there's a i think the other thing would be like phrasing Mm. phrasing is a big topic like a big discussion topic and where i've seen that it can become an issue is like when there's only like one person that is more talkative like talks more and oh yes and this person like without uh the intention just kind of sets the phrasing of all of the quartet mm. without giving space to the other members okay yeah i feel like i that's my biggest thing that i would probably deal with now too is someone just feeling like they are constantly right or like that they should i guess this kind of goes with leadership too is like that they should be calling the shots in like any other's way or p- opinion is wrong yeah um, but this is specifically towards like yeah like phrasing music musical or like musicality and uh emotional content as well mm-hmm. and i think that is directly linked to the personality of the person mm-hmm. like totally uh because sometimes i am uh, i see that it's not like uh intended to like be in a bad bad way you know sometimes it's just like the person's so uh into that and the person always likes to set their opinion in a positive way yeah and, and if we have a balance if the quartet is not balanced in a way that there is like one person that talks a lot mm. their personality is like this and the other persons are very shy or don't mm. talk too much it can become a problem yeah an issue i yeah. think the way to solve this would be like beforehand getting to know each other and knowing beforehand that okay this person already has the tendency to talk more and this person already has the tendency to not talk at all so let's yeah. try to balance this and not make it like um m- musical or mm-hmm. pe- personal related mm-hmm. issue but just like oh yeah that's how we are and yeah this yes sometimes i also feel like leadership definitely so always not sometimes always defaults to the first violinist Mm -hmm. and that and that's fine like that they kind of like they'll bring up an issue but it becomes a collaborative thing like it shouldn't be just the first violinist being like well you're doing this wrong and i think it should be this way and blah 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 like i i every and i mean i'm sure i've probably had moments uh where people may have not liked what I've said, but um, I feel like the first violinist should really make an effort to make it collaborative because that's just how it is in quartets and quintets. It just seems mm-hmm. like first violin, it's kind of the same thing with concert master, like in an orchestra, like they do the bowings or like whatever. But it's I think it's the responsibility of the first violinist to to make it a collaborative effort rather than to go into this role of, I'm gonna call the shots. Yeah, I had an um, issue back in undergrad where I like, I was the first violinist in my quartet, and I like didn't have the, um, I don't know, I wasn't a good leader, <laughs> just because I had never done it before. Mm-hmm. But the cellist kind of took over, but he was a jerk, <laughs> oh, no. to put it uh, quite simply, and would always get <laughs> mad about me being a leader 
But I don't know. What? I feel like That's it's so a nat- stupid. It's a weird um, learning process to figure out number one how to listen to all the parts individually and like mm-hmm. to figure out how to put them together and how like how to lead a. It's so complicated how to lead a mm-hmm. rehearsal on music that's not just you practicing alone in a room but it's all four people working together and practicing together i never think about it that way either though it is and now that you say i think that is something that we never address mm-hmm. in the sense that when we are on a quartet coaching, we always talk about the music itself. But mm-hmm. we never talk like, how do we get into this? Mm-hmm. I remember during the Ariana Quartet Summer Festival, we we talked about like how to approach, how to talk to to each other, and how to approach to each other on a rehearsal. Mm. And that's something that. I see if you see in other areas in other professions that also requires teamwork mm. it is drastic right totally <laughs> yeah i i don't know like to say anything about the other professions but i'm sure people also also would address that yeah but yeah, I also... that... oh sorry i You're just fine. I like what you said about turning it into, like, of course, there kind of needs to be somebody to, like, direct the rehearsal a little bit, but I like what you said about turning it into a collaborative effort, because, again, with the same quartet situation, like, they came into it with a teaching mindset, so then it wasn't, like, joining, Mm -hmm. like, the rest of the group together. It was more like one person kind of commanding with what to do. And it, you know, that kind of atmosphere almost makes you not want to participate even more. And of course, like, we all, like, now that I'm older, I realize, like, what I could have done differently also. But. Yeah, I feel like I, I really, I try really hard to make it, when I am first violin, I really try to make it collaborative as hard as, I don't know. I feel like we've all had a, a experience where we've been in a quartet, whether it's at like a summer festival, for me it was at a summer festival, mm-hmm. where I was playing second violin, and the first violinist was just like completely awful. Mm-hmm. Um, like anything that anyone said, it was just like, no, we're not doing that. You ha-, like, and not in those words, but like kind of backhandedly, like, no, that's stupid, you know, yeah. and, and not respectful. Um, and so I feel like ever since then, that really made me aware. If when I'm when I'm when I am a first violinist to to be like, hey, like, what do you guys think? How do you feel about this? And be like, oh, what do you guys think about this section? How should we, you know, how should we do this? So that way, it like you use those like opening words of like, mm-hmm. so it's not just like on you, but you're you're directing, like you were saying the word directing the rehearsal, but like not so much instructing the rehearsal. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. We... Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. No, you, you, that's all I. Had. Yeah, if you think about like the very beginning of the quartet, that was the idea, right? Because before an orchestra, you would only follow yeah. the, the conductor, or um, but when the uh, in the quartet, each one has like individual thoughts that are like equally important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. 
Yeah. So I find this super fascinating. So there was this situation with the quartet that I did in undergrad. It was really funny. We were doing um, like a second piece and it was uh, an arrangement from a popular song. Hmm. And I'm going to share with you guys. Ooh, okay. okay. It is the second violin had a different part and I was doing the second violin. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm gonna show you first. to sing i had to sing oh <laughs> my gosh is, the thing is oh my god it was so <laughs> bad it was terrible i couldn't sing i mean even without playing i can't sing i'm not here <laughs> even in the shower it's not something pleasant to listen to me singing you know <laughs> and I, I, when i tried with my quartet uh the violist turned to me and she was like you're kidding, right? Oh my gosh! Oh my that. gosh, that's terrible. No, it was not terrible. It was, it was like she was kidding. She was also oh, okay. kidding, and okay. everybody laughed because it was really bad. So we only played the quartet. I didn't sing, but oh yeah, that oh, good. Happened. Let a... me tell you something, Rebecca. I could not. I've tried before to sing and play at the same time, and I can't do it. It's like how I feel when I play piano. It's like I can do really simple, like, hands together things, but anything above, like, I don't know, twinkle, twinkle, or, like, blocked chords, I can't do it. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, only hands together things for me for piano. So it's, like, the same thing with, um, with like, singing and playing violin. If I were to sing the same notes, sure. And there were, like, a couple of moments in that where they, she was singing the same notes, but then at the end where she's, like, not... Oh, I can do it. I yeah. feel my brain like trying to do backflips and I fall on my face each time. <laughs> yeah, I definitely couldn't do it. I mean, I can produce a sound with my mouth while <laughs> I play, but that is not singing. <laughs> I can talk and play. Yeah. Like, I oh, can yes, do that. Can. Oh, I my can. God, I remember <laughs> in our rehearsals, I was always impressed. And sometimes I, I was also like... I would like get you'd a... like you get startled every yeah, time I would yeah. talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I can totally talk and play. Like talking is a is a talent of mine. I feel like I can yes. just talk all the time. Victoria would be like <laughs> she would do something or she would do something right, and she was like yay or something. Oh, like, oh no, while playing, and I was like I would be started and I would stop playing because she said something. I also, when I was in like work or, or like uh, quartets, um, 
like in high school and orchestra i feel like sometimes i did it even last year too with our quartet is i would count like if I, we didn't have a metronome i could count and play at the same time amazing yeah and i can't do that it's that's but to me it's because like i'm counting it already in my head um. so then like it's not sometimes sometimes if it's like a complex meter i can't do it but if it's like mm. a four four please <laughs> piece of cake <laughs> but uh yeah i can yeah i can pretty i can have a conversation if i really wanted to and most of the time it's because i don't want to stop and like if we're like doing something mm -hmm. and we're running through a piece oh, and like I, I don't sometimes i hate yeah i don't want to stop. stop and start again yeah sometimes that really bugs me if we're like trying to run it like it's towards yeah. the end yeah mm -hmm. that makes sense actually yeah so maybe maybe that's like a talent that i've somehow like cultivated through not wanting to yeah. stop in quartet rehearsals towards the end is i just have taught myself how to talk and play at the same time i think it's smart uh, it's a produce of like years of um uh, training and I, mm. i'm very proud of you it's like really... thank you Rebecca. i think you you should put in your resume you know <laughs> under skills can talk and play at the same time period I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's something oh my goodness that's so funny yeah, I feel like the only other thing that I've come across in quartets that may be an issue is if two members get, like, what's a word, like, too close, or they kind of go off to the side and they'll, like, start talking about something mm -hmm. and not include it, I feel. I, I ran into this mostly at summer camps, not too much, at, like, with my own quartets. Um... But it's just something that I feel, I don't know. I Sometimes it's fine. Like, of course, like, there could be side conversations when, like, the violins are talking about something and then, like, the violoncello or the cello violin and, like, the inner voices are talking about something. That's fine. But sometimes there's, like, a definite, like, relation, not relationship, I shouldn't say that. But, like, a, I don't know what the word is, um, uncollaborative conversation or something. And I've never, to this day, I still don't know how to, like, go about being like, hey, can you not do that? You mean, like, or chatting in rehearsal? Not chatting, but, like, um, because I chat in rehearsal. I feel like everyone chats in <laughs> rehearsal. Yeah. Like, at the beginning, or sometimes, like, if something funny happens, like, in the middle or something, and you, like, talk about mm -hmm. it. But, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I think I feel what you say. It's. Yeah, it's not chatting because I also agree, like, everybody chats. And yeah, I mean, come on, it's just a fact of it life. It should be normalized, like, yes, we need <laughs> it to It shouldn't be up. taboo, like, we need to get along so we're gonna talk. Of course, right? <laughs> so, I think that's fine. I think the thing is when, like, we get in a moment when okay, yeah. we're ready to start or we already started, mm. and then we go back to phase one. Yes, I, maybe that's what it is when i think for me it's a little bit frustrating because we're like oh, okay let's restarting the engine to like yes walking and start like processing especially when we have like fixed time so we have to finish yeah. at that time so we know that we want to cover that and go 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 with that thing and go to that movement i don't know and then we go back to phase one yes. it's a little bit like frustrating because then we have yeah. to start engine again and i totally trading again but and then there's also mm -hmm. a feeling of like uh exclusion almost of like 
I don't know. I felt it a couple of times, mostly with not permanent quartets. Like, it's not like a group I'm working with for a really long time. And maybe that's because people just feel comfortable because it isn't that type of group where it's not like a permanent thing and it's like going to be for like three weeks or something. But it can be really frustrating sometimes. Yeah. Um, I've been in the other side. I've been in a, it was like, we all did gigs with like friends that we know mm -hmm. better than the rest of the quartet, right? Mm -hmm. And it does feel awkward, like to play with someone that I really know, really, really, like really well, and then with the other person that I don't know at all. It feels weird. It feels that mm -hmm. I'm like excluding the person that I don't know because everything that I say or everything that I, or even like the, the looks, the ideas. I'm of course I'm gonna be closer to the person mm -hmm. that I'm closer. <laughs> That's yeah. But uh, I, f I, I, I do agree that it's like a really weird thing. It's a weird feeling that like I'm, I would be excluding the other person. Yeah. yeah. So I still don't really know how to go about it. <laughs> I never, because yeah. I always don't. I don't want to sound like. I don't know. I don't want to sound like like stop it. You stop it talking and being nice to each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's it's like I don't know. It's something that yeah and then you like sometimes like you'll sit and wait yeah and i'm like mm, can we can we do something please thank you <laughs> one of my friends had the issue at a summer festival it's just like now i'm remembering it because we're talking about it and she i mean they're a younger group but mm. she was like let's impose a, a five minute break <laughs> mm. or like a and then no talking other than the break. But maybe that's a solution. Like maybe like yeah. you'll have this five or ten minute break and, and like if it's a two hour thing, like in the middle or something, mm -hmm. maybe that'll get an out orchestra. The... Mm. That's true. Yeah. If it helps. Mm. I do that with a student of mine. Mm. Uh, nice. He's like six years old. So oh, cute. Stop. But once he gets in the leader stage, it's like lesson time. So he cannot like talk anything other than the lesson. And then when he goes out of the stage, then he can talk. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's such that's a like really cute. cute solution. Like, it's like focusing on the violin. Maybe we could do that. I Maybe mean, a good good thing for. Sometimes kid stuff works just as well with adults. So. <laughs> you know. I mean, we're all kids at, at heart. So mm -hmm. that is yeah. true. Well, I've loved this topic. This has been insightful yeah yeah i don't know I would, i'm always i mean there's so much more drama that goes on in quartets but there you know always is drama I, it's always a fun topic why is it always between like a violin and a cello or like a vi or like a violin and a viola mm -hmm. it's, it's never it's i never have had a quartet where it's been between two violins oh it's always between a violin and one of the other oh. instruments mm. Definitely, there's yeah. definitely a violin involved, right? <laughs> Always. I mean, there's. It's never between like the violist and cellist. Please, no, no, no way. <laughs> the violin is always part of the equation somehow. But I, I've never had. I mean, I've actually. I don't think I've ever had drama myself, but other members have had drama mm -hmm. in quartets that I've been in in the past, and it's always like the other violinist, usually the cellist or the violist. One of the three. <laughs> what a, except for me, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I've had 
personally i don't think i've had i don't remember any drama or if i if there was drama i didn't think it was drama at the time <laughs> yeah all right but we... it's fun i always love gossiping though in it's always good it's I've like old stories. ladies at a church you know and they come in for like bible study except this is like quartet and we're just gossiping <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it so much <laughs> mm-hmm. well should we move on to the second half finale, yeah. uh, whatever we're going to call it? <laughs> Act two. Rebecca just remembered, I think. <laughs> just remembered. I, I wonder, I wonder, you know, if there's going to be a day that uh, I will be ready before. <laughs> I kind of like it when it's like random or like spur of the moment. <laughs> so, Rebecca, let me ask you. <laughs> what's the portuguese word of the day well my dear victoria <laughs> i'm gonna tell you that yes, you're the thinking. word of the day <laughs> just a second okay we can wait no rush oh my god should i say something about i don't remember what was the last one was it I have no idea. Oh, was it like Happy Holiday or something? Happy Holidays, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> the only one I remember from last uh, season or whatever we're going to call it, last opus, um, was Bolia. And, <laughs> and Afina Song. Yeah. That's cute. So I'm just going to say because I see. In Victoria's room. Oh my gosh. There is a quadro. 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 It's a frame. A oh, frame. like a picture frame? <laughs> From my picture above my head? Yes. <laughs> oh, you have some too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah, I kind of love that. Quadro. 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 Love that. I'm going to have to add it. From you guys. That's but random is good. Yeah. Wait, can I ask you how to say something? Of course. So we have two for today. I was just thinking because we're talking about a lot of updates in our lives and our podcast. How do you say update? If it's if there's not a word for that, I mean it's fine. (laughs) You're like uh, like you're updating or updates or okay. We do use the update word, like in English, like we do use the English words. Oh, you use the English one. Hmm. Wow. Oh, but we do have a Portuguese word. Okay, just remember. Okay. okay. Uh, atualizar. Okay, hang on. Okay. <laughs> atualizar. 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 Yeah, atualizar. Atualizar. Uh. When we say in English, Atual- we say atualizar. like in Portuguese accent, so it's like update. <laughs> Atualizar. 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 I think it depends on the context. Maybe we use different words depending on the context. Interesting. Hmm. You know, my Portuguese nowadays is really bad. That's what you <gasps> keep saying, and I just. Wow. You should talk to Gabriel more or, or something. Yeah. I, the other day that I called my friends, it was kind of kind of bad. 
Oh. <laughs> oh no. You'll Sometimes get Portuguese words come and then mix with the English words mm. of saying or You're like, like saying direct. like Portuguese how do you you know Portuguese how like, people English. say Yeah, Portuguese English. <laughs> funny because sometimes there are some expressions that are so much easier in English. Oh. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's fascinating. Anyways. Anyways, wow. another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I feel like this would be the spot where I would include the the music or the his music history thing. We've already done yeah. it today. But for the future, okay. I think I'll include it there. Got just it. making a mental check now and a mental note for our listeners um please wait that would be. just get ready <laughs> um well our favorite question of the pod how was your tuning this week or the past couple weeks that's true it's been a hot minute it's been um, a hot second you guys my tuning has been all right today i'm really tired <laughs> as too. evidenced by this yawn <laughs> but i did get a new tattoo which I is know, really it fun. looks so good. Oh, I haven't seen that. Wow, I love that. That goes around my arm and it covered up a coda that I had. Um, I remember that coda. Don't get me wrong, I love a good coda, but I feel like from a non-musician standpoint, it looks a little <laughs> bit odd. Oh, okay. Um, like a cross or crosshairs or... Yeah, I can see the crosshairs. Mysterious symbols... I don't, which I don't like mysterious symbols that much, so mm. I decided to cover it up with a snake, which oh. makes slightly less sense in my life, but <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, and I like the artist, so I'm really happy about that. I feel very complete to have that coda gone. Um, but yeah. yeah, and then... I love the, the snake. It looks really Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I love it. It looks amazing. I named him Ivan after Shostakovich's best friend. Ivan Solartinsky. Wow. So, I swear you know everything about Shostakovich. Wow. I never I knew that Shostakovich's friend was named Ivan. Yep. Ivan Solartinsky. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know all that, but. Wow. <laughs> so that's my Shostakovich tattoo has a good buddy on my arm. Um, yeah, Cute. anyway. <laughs> and then, yeah, I picked up a wonderful human being from the airport on Wednesday and I've gotten to hang out with him a bunch which has been really nice um, so I'm doing good now although <laughs> I had a turbulent morning but it's fine so I'm gonna rate this a solid 9 out of 10 wow that's, that's great mm. um I, ref I don't really have too much to say <laughs> holidays were great um home has been good i haven't gone anywhere mm. except i went pat like a paddle boat is that what you call it yeah oh, nice. paddle boat thing on lake eola since i'm in like just outside of orlando that was a lot of fun besides that i haven't done anything except knit um read watch tv watch cnn listen to npr <laughs> my life things. is yeah my life is pretty um not eventful which is a good thing <clears throat> so mm. i'm just gonna give it a seven out of ten it was just fine nice so far yeah nothing too too crazy well my life is also like the same for the past weeks 
it felt a little bit weird like the holidays because I'm usually at home in the summer very hot <laughs> so that part was definitely different but it was really good um the time with my roommates here and it was as good as it can be i don't have much updates either well i have a tiktok with one one thousand seven hundred look followers. at you you're so famous Hadaka. <laughs> and I think the updates I would say now, now I not only stand BTS but I also stand NCT and Text and Shiny and Pure <laughs> Harmony. You're yeah. so funny. And, and I have a new love of my life. It's not only Jimin now, it's also Taeyong. Ooh. So. <laughs> wow, Erin, we're going to have to do our research. <laughs> to cheer you up we just said every time we like cheer each like treat each other up our go-to for Rebecca is just sending her a bunch of bts gifts (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so yeah i would give this past week's um seven out of ten good nice we're all just kind of marks kind of yes okay like yeah it's all fine i love that <laughs> well, I guess we've gotten to the end of number 14, Opus 2. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at us Our go, you guys. Episode in Opus 2. 2021 as well. How wild. Wow. Jeez, I hope it's better than 2020, but it's could be. <laughs> it's like Fingers the writers, crossed. like the writers of 2020 to 2021 were like, haha, you can't do worse than us. And then the writers of 2021 was like, hold my beer. You know, they were like, <laughs> just just wait yeah. wait and see uh, oh yeah so. like i've i've tested the trial for 2021 and i, I would like that. to cancel my I, like I've, I, yeah like all yesterday it was like i've i've had the seven day trial of 2021 i'd like to end my subscription <laughs> thank you very That's much so funny <laughs> but okay well look at us go well as always uh follow us on instagram at out of tune pod um, and always tune in for a new episode each Saturday morning. And this has been Out of Tune on Zoom. Bye. Bye.